This nation was established on two concepts, the first being able to worship before our God openly, the second being freedom of speech. Men and women paid with their lives for this freedom. As we live our lives, what do we do? We party away our existence. While pharmaceutical companies and government control us with mind-altering substances, leaving us in a broken state of social anxiety, depression, and suicide. Feeling like we're not heard. Ultimately ending up as a pawn behind bars. This nation is falling apart because the church stopped being the church. We need to return to our first love. We need to lift up Jesus. There's only one way to fix this. Honoring God. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Indeed and In Truth Ministries podcast series. I'm just reaching out to let you guys know this the episodes over the next few weeks are going to be a little bit different. We have got a dub beginning and end. Um, this conversation took place over a two, almost a two-hour span. So we just want to encourage you guys to listen as the episodes come out. We're encouraging you guys uh, to just participate and just and to hear and glean from the wisdom that's been shared. Uh, and and we hope that it blesses you and we hope that it ministers to you. So just take a listen. This is going to be a four-part series um, as we continue to talk about honoring God. So. I hope you guys. So, enjoy. what's that look like for you guys? What's that look? Whichever one of well, you guys, whoever wants to. I want to go it. back to the word sanctification because, like you said, it's a word that has been used, abused, misused, however you want to say yeah. it, and, and misunderstood, the realm, yeah. misunderstood, yeah. definitely. And um, like you said, the definition is a setting apart. But one time, God was showing me is a lot of people when they talk about sanctification, they talk about the setting apart from. Yeah. And so, yeah, we are removed from some things and, you know, who we used to be, like uh, Logan was saying, we are a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become brand new. But not only are we set apart from, but we're set apart to. Absolutely. Exactly. And so just like you were using the example of sexual promiscuity or some type of sexual perversion in people's life, God doesn't want to just take something away from us just to take it away from us. You know, people have almost preached sanctification like anything fun is unholy. Sure, yeah. Like and that's how to it's sit been in a present. temple and just, you know, right. meditate. Or, yeah, you know. yeah, like we can't have any pleasures in life. Well, sex was created by God to be pleasurable. Yeah, and don't mm-hmm. think that he don't need to be involved in those acts either. Right, right. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. He's the one that created it. He yeah. knows it right. best. So he's he's pulling us out of sanctification process, right? He's pulling us out of sexual perversion. What does that mean? That sex has been perverted from what it's supposed to be. Oh yeah. And he's moving us to what sex is. All right? And so... You know, sexual perversion is uh, anything that's skewed by that and moves us to what? Holy matrimony, Mm. where there's a commitment made and a place of security between a man and a woman who have vowed their lives to one another, which is beautiful, which is holy, which is righteous. And so that's, you know, just one example of sanctification in your life. That is every aspect of your life. God wants to remove you from things that are hurtful to you, things that have been perverted or uh, uh, misused or, you know, skewed in your life to what is holy and what is right in his eyes. And so he's moving us away from something, but he's also moving us to something which essentially is Jesus Christ. 
and how Jesus Christ looks. And so that's what sanctification is. And I think that is a big part of honoring God. But I was thinking about, you know, when you guys were talking about work and everything, um, we do everything that we do as unto the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And so that is just a simple verse to express honor in your life unto God of how do I honor God with my life? Well, everything I do, I do as it, as I'm doing it unto the Lord, because really, you know, I know it's a, it's a big thing now in churches that we want to talk about the love of God. And we want to talk about the grace of God and the mercies of God. And all those things are real. And so therefore then we talk about how we're the friend of God and we have a relationship with God, but there's also the servanthood aspect of Christ where we are supposed to become his servants. And so in, in my mind and in my heart, for me to honor God, um, I serve God and I'm trying to, um, please him, but not through works. I just want to please him with my life, that my life would reflect who he is to everyone else by serving him. And so one prayer I pray every day is God, I rely on you for everything. This day, I rely on you for everything. And that was birthed out of when Jesus said, I only do and say what I hear and see my father do. And that this year, actually, the beginning of this year, that really just started stirring in me. And I'm and I'm asking God, how does that look for me? You know, I understand Jesus. And if Jesus lived like that, and I'm supposed to be a Christian or Christ-like, then I need to live a life that says, I'm only going to do and say what I hear and see the Father do, right? Or what I hear and see Jesus do, because that's what he did. So um, I just started praying that prayer every day that, God, I rely on you for everything, that anything I'm going to do today, I need you, and I need to reflect you. And so that's like the uh, maybe the most simplest form I can say, because this is a really broad subject, you know, that you got us talking about. It it, it (laughs) It is, is. though, and this is why it's so, this is why I started digging into this, because, uh, you know, and you guys have seen some of the trailer. I showed you the trailer. Yeah. I don't think I've showed you the trailer, but you may have seen it when we first I heard it. it. I didn't see it. Okay, so I'll have to show that to you. But that that's part of that, man. You know, we talked about uh, in that video, we touched on, you know, um, drug usage. We talked about the government using drugs to control us. We talked, I mean, like there's all kinds of stuff that comes across. And trust me, there, there was a thing for pride on there. Uh, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of stuff because yeah. ultimately, um, in a lot of places, now I can't say every single church, so, but we had, I, ha- I wanted to keep things kind of broad, uh, but, uh, ultimately the church stopped being the church. We quit loving people. We quit, right. you know, like we said, Hey, we're preaching sanctification and holiness, but it's people think like, and as soon as you was talking about that, it made me think about people, how they hold on to things that hurt them mm. and, yep. and they won't trade. It's like, I see, you ever see that picture uh, I don't know if you have, Brandon, but have you ever, you may have, have you ever seen the picture um, where Jesus is sitting in front of somebody and they're holding on to like this tore up teddy bear? And then he's got this great big giant one behind his back. And he's like, just let me have it. I can fix it. Just let me have it. I can fix it. And she's like, but I love this one. I love this one. And there's this great big giant bear behind him that he wants to give to her and he can't give it to her because she won't let that thing go. Like we hold on to things for whatever reason that hurt us and 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 sometimes even intentionally hurt us. And and for whatever reason, it's just, you know, that's how we get our jollies. We're all good with that. But you talk to them about cleaning stuff out of their life that's hurting them and they're like, (coughs) you know what I'm saying? They go all Batman on you. That area of forgiveness (laughs) is then part of honoring God. Yeah. Um, 
because you forgave me. I have to make a conscious decision to forgive someone else. Does it mean my, my feelings, my emotions line up? Not always. Right. You know, you may, you may go through that process a thousand times, but you make a deliberate choice. And what you're saying is I no longer, I no longer grab hold of my right to do somebody else harm for what yep. they've done to me. Because, yep. you know, even as Pastor Joe was saying about, we talk about grace, I'm not sure we understand fully the grace of God. It's far beyond just the forgiveness of your sins. Yep. It's oh, the yeah. divine oh, yeah. empowerment. Yes, it is. To live the way he's called us to live. So yep. we're, we're back to, we don't, you don't do that in your own strength. If I'm no. going to honor God, I re- realize you said you can't do anything without him. Right. But you Absolutely. know what? I, I can't forgive without him. You know, right. when, when you read the scriptures, it's the only place. I mean, it's almost comical to disciples' response. You know, how many times should I forgive my brother? Seven times? No, 77 times. Oh, increase our faith. You know, we got faith mm-hmm. for miracles. Right. But, but now forgive this person that hurt me? Yeah. And a lot of people are stuck there. And because yeah. of that, they're not moving on in their purpose. They're not move, They're not receiving healing. Right. You know, here in America, I have seen numbers and numbers of people instantly healed just as I led them through a prayer of forgiving someone. And when you address them, they know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. They know, you know, there's people that are listening to this broadcast and they're hanging on to something and know when mm-hmm. we say that, know exactly who they should forgive. And I would encourage you right where you're at to just release yep. it. Just, just say, you may not feel anything. Just right. choose to forgive them. You know, I had a lady uh, in an intercessory. We and her was, uh, I was sitting there and they were praying for her because she, she, she was filled with the Holy Ghost, but she sounds like a machine gun when she tries to pray in tongues. She just can't get it out. And I was sitting there and uh, I was looking at her and uh, I heard the Holy Ghost tell me why. And it's because she needed to forgive somebody. Mm-hmm. And I walked up to her and I said, I said, hey, I said, who are you, who are you holding on to? Like, what, what's the problem there? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, no, you know. <laughs> I was like, think about this for a minute. You know. And she's like, and, and, and then eventually that ended up actually creating a whole instance between her and her daughter and stuff like that that, uh, that just kind of healed a part of their relationship that hadn't been talked about in probably 20, Praise 30 God. years. Yeah. You know? And I just kind of told her, I said, hey, I said, now you get that out. You get yourself, you know, you forgive that. You let that go. I was like, and you keep praying. I was like, and eventually God's going to pop your tongue open. I said, and you're just going to be going and going and going. You ain't never going to be able to stop. And she just, and I don't know where that's at for her right now. I haven't, I haven't really talked to her much about it yet. But Brandon, you over there? I told you no grace today. <laughs> so, what do you, what do you think? And also, what do you think is so hard about? What's that look like for you? Um, so like for me, it's it's really about um being a living sacrifice, and uh, always remember God's word. Um, because without the two, I would never be able to be who God called me to be. Right. <clears throat> so, it's um. Just making sure, because I'm single, so I have a lot of free time by myself. Um, I don't particularly hang out with a lot of people. So I like to spend a lot of time in my word, worshiping, praying, and things like that. So it's really, that that's what it is for me. It's a communication. It's, uh, you know, discovering who I'm created to be, who I'm called to be. And ultimately having that fellowship with God so that others can see the reflection of that relationship with God and being able to share that with them. So we honor God in such a way so that we can reflect him. 
Yeah. Because, I mean, if, if, if you don't, what I'm hearing is, like, if we don't honor God, then we're not obviously not reflecting him. Right. You know, in all yeah. kinds of aspects. We can take that and drag that across all kinds yeah. of things in our life where we don't reflect him. Yeah, and Hebrews says, without holiness, we're back to the sanctification. Yep. Yep. Without yep. holiness, no one will see the Lord. We were just yep. talking yep. about that yeah. this morning. So, you know, no one will see Christ in me if I'm not. If I'm not pursuing holiness, if I'm not letting him have his way in yeah. my life. So you're the one that kind of got us bringing into this holiness thing. <laughs> so, and he's, and he's a PCG preacher. So, I mean, yeah. you know, <laughs> so here's what I want to know. Seriously, how do you get people, um, I guess, in a sense, because like you said, hey, when we're talking about holiness and sanctification and stuff like that, we can't, we just think everything fun's unholy and we can't right. do it. And, you know, we get this weird concept going on. So, like, how do you... How do you deal with people, you know, because we was talking earlier, you know, your church is pretty remote. Yeah. And so, but uh, people come because they've, you know, they've known it's been there for years, so they come yeah. with no problems. But how do you, how do you keep that fire stirred up in your congregation about, hey guys, we need to keep moving forward. We need to keep cleansing these things. We need to keep cutting these things out of us. You know, we got, how do you, how do you do that? How do you handle that? Well, first of all, we follow the leading of the Holy Spirit on all things. And so he guides us on what we need to be preaching on and ministering on. And I think um, the cross and the blood of Jesus Christ is a central part of every message that gets brought into that. But in doing that, it reminds us of the great sacrifice that Jesus has made for us. And then in so make in turn makes us willing to be that living sacrifice because so great a love was given to us. We need to love him back. And really that's the root of it all, isn't it? Is if we really truly love him, he said that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people who say they love Jesus. I think they love the idea of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. They love the idea of going to heaven and spending eternity in this place that they think is just going to be wonderful and full of peace. What they don't realize is they can have heaven on earth. They can live in peace now. They can experience eternal life now, but they don't really love Jesus. They just love the idea of who he is. And so, you know, I follow the leading of the Spirit. I um, encourage people to really give their life to Christ and in doing so, begin to reflect Christ. And so, you know, one thing that is really important for us that kind of helps us keep on track is our core values at our church. Right. So we're called the lighthouse and God showed this to me. Um, He began to give me really clear vision and direction for our church. The light part of the lighthouse, that is our vision. It shines forth and even clear into um, the uttermost parts of the earth. That is the light of Jesus. We're letting people be enlightened about who he is and receive the revelation that he is Lord. Right. And so we shine that out. That's the vision and that's the the mission, right? As we go forth and try to let people know who Jesus is and however capacity he does that. And, you know, our church, although we are in a remote area in the farming country of Ohio, right? Right, um, right between the cows. Yeah, right between the cows. <laughs> we got beef cows on one side and dairy cows on the other. But um, we're reaching nations. You know, I've been to Cuba and Kenya and We've partnered with people in Brazil, and I preach um, Zoom crusades in Pakistan, and you know we're, we've connected with Haiti, and we have things going on in Haiti. And so we're reaching the world from that place. That's the vision going forth. But sorry, I kind of got off topic oh, no, a little bit fine. there. But 
getting back to, so how do we live a life of honor unto God? Well, then the house part of the lighthouse is our core values. And we set these core values according to the Holy Spirit as he gave them. And house is an acronym for honor, openness, unity, service, and excellence. And everything that we do at the lighthouse, we do within the framework of those core values. So it's very interesting that we're talking about honoring God because our number one core value is honor. Right. And we honor God. We honor um, each other and we honor ourselves in everything that we're doing. Honor is a big thing that I've really built that some people would use the terminology built within the culture of our church. I think it's within the culture of the church, right? That right. There should right. be yeah. honor Good. there. Good. And Good. so um, we, we hammer that hard. Uh, we show respect to people and we honor them. And, you know, I don't care if you're the dirtiest, filthiest, nastiest person that walks in the door. We show you honor because you exist because Jesus loves you and you have purpose. You have reason in life. So we show you honor or you might be the richest, cleanest, nicest looking, best smelling person. We're going to show you honor also. So from the that both each end of the spectrum, we we honor people because of the love of God in our life. And in doing so, we carry out that holiness and live holy. And so one thing that we do is also is in that framework of honor, openness, unity, service, and excellence is we plan events. And my heart is never to, to be just a, an event. Right. But I want it to be like family time. You know, that's right. how we right. perceive yeah. our church our families coming together and hanging out. And, you know, to me, Sunday morning is like family dinner. You know, we right. come together, you know, every Sunday morning we come together to just. Well, do experience. you guys ever eat afterwards? Um, We have not as much since we're in our new building because the logistics have changed a little bit. It's a multi-purpose building. So our dinners are actually in the same spot where we worship. So that oh. creates a little bit more work. Um, oh, the only reason I'm asking because the next time you guys eat, I'm totally gonna come over. And that's what it's be like, I'm gonna kick my shoes off, throw them up on. The, like, Let's yeah, eat, man, boys and girls. Me too. Me too. But just you know, spending time with one another and causing people to realize, just like what we've been doing here, you know, we've laughed, we've had a good time, we've we, we've yeah. enjoyed life. Um, being a Christian is not about being somber and you know everything's terrible. And, you know, living a holy life is not like excluding everything that's enjoyable out of your life. So I try to make sure that we do things that are fun that, you know, I mean, I follow the leading of the spirit when I'm preaching, but sometimes I get goofy. Sometimes I just say funny stuff and I enjoy it. Have a good time. I'll do funny skits, you know? Yeah. I mean, when I was youth pastor, I... I don't know if this is wrong or not, but I dressed up like a woman before, you know. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, so, now know. we're gonna be in service in a few hours. You better be up near the altar too. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we did the prices close one time. You know the what? It, it was an illustration. You know the price is right. right? Yeah. But we did uh, the prices close, and instead of having Bob Barker, uh, we had Pat Fajak. Or something like that, you know, we, or Fat Payjack, the guy called himself. <laughs> you know I mean? And so, awesome. you know, yeah, it, we just, you know, just fun stuff like that. And we still do things like that. But I came out and I was in an evening gown, you know, this hideous Barker girl, you know what I mean? Presenting all of the prizes and stuff. And everybody <laughs> came in, we gave them the sticker for their shirt and we would draw their name out of the uh, thing. And we, you know, so Logan, come on down, you know, you're the next connect. <laughs> 
a contestant on the price is close, you know, and we just did fun stuff like that. Yeah. (laughs) And we actually had a winner and won a big, the winner won a check and we made this big cardboard check and everything, but it was, we actually had a legitimate check. We gave the kid, you You should have drawn all over it with like black permanent markers. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been hilarious. But anyway, uh, you know, we just do stuff like that. We do different events, you know what I mean? And just try to spend time because it shows the people that look, we're holy people. We live a holy life. Um, I'm not, it, it's all good, clean fun, but it's fun. And I mean, that's, that was years ago when I was a youth pastor, we did that, but we still do things like that today. You know, thanks for listening. We just want to encourage you guys today that Jesus loves you. And if you've been listening to this uh, episode and, and you feel like God is, is tugging at your heart, we want to encourage you just to take a few minutes and say this prayer with us and just say, Father, In the name of Jesus, I acknowledge my sin. I acknowledge the work that Jesus did on the cross for me. I ask, Lord, that you live in my heart, and I give my life to you. Holy Spirit, come and cleanse me. And I, from this day forward, will live for you because you died for me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, we want to know about that. You can reach out to us at indeedintruthministries at gmail.com. That's indeedintruthministries at gmail.com. You can also reach out to us on our Facebook page. We want to hear your guys' prayer requests. We want to hear your guys' praise reports. We want to know if you guys have gotten saved. If you guys got stories and testimonies you want to share to us, we will share those around the globe. And we thank you for it. And we're encouraging everybody to participate and be engaged. And we hope that you guys will join back in next week on another episode. Take care and God bless.